coming to you from that once forgotten artery that pulses through the center of the continental United States and into the heart of the Ozarks, Grace Matthews. Looking in from the northern border, our Canadian friend, along with his countrymen, feeling the effects of U.S. political issues, Connor Murphy. Welcome to Dueling Dialogues, episode 148. I'm Connor Murphy here with Grace Matthews in the chilly, chilly Missouri weather. How are you doing? Uh, baby, it's cold outside. <laughs> yeah, it's what do they call it? The Canadian Clipper there or something? Yeah. The Alberta yeah, Clipper? Some sort of um, Arctic Vortex. Yeah. It's, is the official name. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's just because it's like a, just this big, you know, half circle that just has come down and engulfed the middle of the country i think they said 75 percent of the united states will be below freezing today oh wow. and, and some of them are reaching like chicago reaching um wind chills of like 40 below zero there are places in the states today that are clo- colder than antarctica yeah I, I, it is very cold very dangerous and everything's closed Well, I'm glad they Uh, did that. Yeah, stay inside. For the first time in my life, I believe they said 10 states mail will not be delivered today. Now, you can go pick your mail up at the post office, but they can't risk putting those guys outside. Um, They've had to take a lot of equipment off the streets because, first of all, the chemicals won't work. It's just too cold. Secondly, if the guys have car trouble um, or equipment trouble, they could die in a very short period of time. Yeah, you guys are just not prepared. No, we're not. And especially down here, which they they often refer to as the Mid-South, we definitely are not um, equipped for this. So, Burr is cold. Well, it was minus... Minus 38 in Saskatchewan uh, this morning. So add another probably minus 20 on that with a wind chill. So just think of this as us Canadians sharing the North Pole with our U.S. neighbors. Oh, gosh, could you just keep it? You know, there are some gifts we just don't want. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. No doubt. I tell you what, talk about cold. I don't know whether it's you would call it cold or hot, but there are Democrats out there punching each other out <laughs> to gain the primary spot in the party. Oh, okay. And they will lie. They are saying anything to gain that spot. So today, a lot of times we we sort of speak a lot to the people that listen to our show. They tend to be more conservative. Today, we are talking to the Democrats, regular old Democrats out there. Okay. We're saying, please do not let people lie to you. They're politicians. Well, but this- <laughs> They don't circles, know anything else. <laughs> there are lies and then there are lies. Okay, so Kamala Harris, which in our prediction show, I said she is going to be the primary, she's going to make it out of the primary. She will be the candidate that goes up against Trump. I'm thinking Beto is her VP. Okay? I still think that. 
but she is lying her proverbial ass off to people. Uh, okay. She says she wants to abolish private insurance okay. and make Medicare available to everyone. Now, don't believe it. I'll tell you why. First of all, if we tax the rich the way she suggests we should, we will accumulate an extra $700 billion over 10 years' time. But Medicare for all will cost us $30 trillion. <laughs> Does anybody not see? The math doesn't add that up. That is, that's not even close. Right, right. We can't even gain $1 trillion of that $30 trillion. Now, you take that $700 billion away from the rich people. Okay, perfect. I don't really care. I certainly don't fall in that group. Okay, but they're going to take jobs away from little people when they have to pay that tax. Not History only, tells us not that's only what that, they do. Not only that, they'll pick up and move. Oh, yeah, or move their money. Exactly, you know, and then a it's combination gone. Combination of the two. Yeah, so you can speculate how much money you would make by taxing the rich, but will you get that much? No, not even no, close. You won't. And 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 then the second time you go around, after you've taken their seven hundred billion, you're going to have zero. <laughs> yeah. So the best I can figure this does is it works for two years, and really more about eighteen months. Okay. Yeah, if that. Then you are you have bankrupted America. Yeah. Because you've got to also remember that healthcare is 20% of our GDP. So not only are you you know doing something that's not mathematically possible, you are basically removing the private sector 20% of the private sector's GDP. Exactly. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Okay. Think about that for and a while. You've got to think about that. Now, let me tell you something else about Medicare. And if you're not close to 65 or you don't pay a, a, attention to family, you may not realize this. But Medicare only pays 80%, roughly 80%. On some things, it pays less than that. So a lot of surgeries. I know of at least three surgeries in my family that have cost over $100,000, right out at the $120,000 mark. Because surgeries are expensive. Yeah. Okay? If you have Medicare without a private supplemental insurance, you are on the hook for $25,000 on a $120,000 surgery. Yeah, good luck with that. Wow. Okay? So, and what bothers me more than them lying about this is the fact that they're lying to people because they believe they're stupid. Yeah, pretty much. And they also think that if and they... I find that incredibly insulting. And I also think that they just keep repeating something knowing it's not true, but if they repeat it long enough, it becomes true. And, and a lot of times it does, but when you're messing with mathematics... Yeah, it doesn't lie. And money that's not there, it, it's not going to suddenly appear just because you keep saying it. Well, I, I know I did uh, mention this before, but I did see the CNN interview with uh, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez, or as I like to refer to her as Crazy Eyes. 
Um, <laughs> she uh, was proposing all of these big social changes, and uh, the the host called her on it and said, "Look, uh, you're you're about forty trillion dollars short. Your math doesn't add up." And in a Twitter statement later, she said, "The only reason they're saying my math doesn't add up is because I'm a woman." So, yeah, I saw that. I guess she. So now she's going to throw that card out there. Yeah, so I, I guess maybe Kamala Harris should maybe take a lesson from Crazy Eyes and just say, "Oh, my math doesn't add up because I'm a woman." So that's yeah. why you're saying. I that. mean, so you go, you you throw the the feminism card out there, the racist card, you know. Um, that's that's just what they do, and now they're all upset with Howard Schultz. Because he's suggesting he is the former CEO of Starbucks. Right. He is a billionaire that started out in the projects. You know, he, he knows what it's like to be poor. Now, I don't like the man. He has very progressive politics. Uh, but he is saying, this is not true. Don't believe it. Believe me, he'd like for it to be true because he's, he's very progressive. He's more progressive than Obama. Oh, wow. And hmm. they are mad at him, and they say they're mad at him for for running as an independent. He hasn't even declared that yet, and they're getting a little too upset about it. But I think what they're more mad at him about is he's calling him on this stuff. Right, right. He's saying, don't lie to these people. Because, you know, a lot of people believe whatever they're told. Right. Or at least people like Kamala Harris are banking on the fact that these people are going to believe whatever she says because she's so damn high and mighty. Yeah, well... And they're going to look up to her. And I am pleading, begging. I am not pleading, begging for you to vote for Trump, but don't let anybody lie to you about something that absolutely cannot be. And you also probably shouldn't trust the guy that's charging you six bucks for a cup of coffee everywhere. <laughs> well, you know, that's true. They're up to seven now. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, exactly. they got a new CEO. I guess it's the new CEO that's charging seven. But this is, is, is just so insulting. And, and the worst part about it is they could make a couple of adjustments and fix health insurance for us right now. Right. But because they want to sell this piece of garbage to make it through the primaries. Yeah. They're not even going to try. Yeah, you're to fix you, it for the next two years. You guys are just going to spin your wheels now for two years because it doesn't matter how good any deal or any bill or anything is, the the Dems are not going to vote for anything that Trump does. Bottom line. Yeah. Bottom mm -hmm. line. And, and the other sad part is once someone makes it through the primaries, like Kamala, and I truly believe it'll be her, in order to be elected she will jump the ship okay so after the primaries and she becomes the candidate and she's running against trump she won't be talking about this anymore because she wouldn't get elected hmm. and it's okay. what they do every time they go very far left when the primary and then when it comes to the general election they have to move towards the middle because they can't win without independent vote. And independents are not going to fall for this. Independents tend to be very well informed. They're not going to fall for this. You're going to give everybody Medicare bullshit. Yeah. 
Yeah, I. there's a lot of things that have to change for that to happen. I mean, you know, if we did this and, and we can't even afford it, I mean, it doesn't even come close to working. I mean, the math's so far off. But what would we do? Just get rid of Social Security, get rid of infrastructure? I mean, would we get rid of um, um, the FBI? I mean, we could pay for anything. Well, that might not be a bad idea, getting rid of the FBI. They just basically do what Clinton wants anyway, so mm, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is very true. Yeah. It's very sad, and, uh, you know, it's something we really, truly just wanted to focus on. Please don't fall for that. Please. It's really not about voting Republican or Democrat. Just do not let anyone lie to you like that because this could seriously bankrupt our country just believing it could work yeah. will bankrupt our country take a look at in, Venezuela. in a matter of months yeah. yeah and and they keep saying well you know that wouldn't happen like this well, are you kidding me do the math yeah yeah it's, you know uh, i i don't know how people can just believe that so I'm not sure this is the right tactic for them to be using, and I, I use that word loosely, tactic. Um, you know, and a lot of these words they're using are just designed to shock. They're ridiculous. They're now calling the wall medieval. <laughs> and they're all saying it. So every morning, yeah. all these guys get these talking points in their email. What happened when they wanted and the wall? And all they do is repeat it. What happened when they wanted the wall and Obama was president? I mean, I, I've well, seen that was a videos. Different story. I mean, I guess <laughs> Obama's now medieval. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I don't know because today they're calling it medieval. Yeah. And well. they are talking about, they're also using a poll where they called in this say, Do you believe everyone should have health insurance? Well, what's your answer going to be? Exactly. Yes, that doesn't mean you can make it happen. I believe all of my kids should be doctors. <laughs> okay. So, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I mean, you know, so you got to watch these polls too because, you know, they're slanted to get an answer. I think what we're want to get. I think what we're starting to see here is what we've talked about before with the Democratic Party and the big socialist divide within the Democratic Party. And I think Absolutely. I think that's what we're starting to see here. It's that socialist socialist mentality of some of those Democrats that that are doing this. And I think some of them are, are probably going to stand up and say, no, this is all bullshit. But they're probably not going to do it until after the primaries, like you said. Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, we would all like a lot of things. I mean, you know, um, and when you throw these shocking words out there and you, you, you want to seem empathetic. Yeah. You know, it's really a tactic. Oh, absolutely. Of course, we all want the best for everybody. It doesn't mean we can make it happen. Right. Exactly. Very sad. Very sad. Yeah. Now, what about the seniors? What are they going to do? Well, I figure that will pretty much, um, 
you know, have them pushing grandma off the cliff in the wheelchair, <laughs> kind of like they used back when Mitt Romney was running and Paul Ryan was his running mate. Now, who's going to be throwing grandma off the cliff in the yeah. wheelchair? Yeah. You know, uh, because first of all, I can't even fathom how long it will take you to see a doctor. We're, we're already in trouble there because once Obamacare took place, we had people, we don't, people don't want to be doctors anymore. First of all, the money's not there. And secondly, they don't want to be part of this. They don't want to be ruled by the government and or big conglomerate hospitals. Right. So we're having to pull most of our doctors from India and, you know, other countries. Right, right. Because nobody, nobody wants to do it. Yeah, we, we have a lot of uh, foreign doctors coming in as well, a lot from India, uh, a few from Africa, as a matter of fact. So, Yeah, we have, we have a few from Africa. And what, what that boils down to, though, is we have a shortage of doctors. Yeah, I, I believe in the rural areas, a lot of the rural areas uh, would say the exact same thing. As these doctors come in, they spend two, three months, find a better job in a warmer climate somewhere, and they're gone. Yeah. I can't blame him for that. No. <laughs> but, well, and I know you have pretty good luck with the Canadian medicine. Right. Um, now, if you lived in Toronto, um, my understanding is they have quite a wait just to get an MRI. It's, I mean, yeah. is it different it in different regions? Definitely is. Um now, that's not what they want. They're trying not to do that. That's why we have these equalization payments, like provinces with rich renewable resources like Alberta paying Quebec $13 billion per year for nothing. So that's what Quebec uses for all their social programs and their health care. So other provinces, like our province, we have our own oil and gas, so we don't get anything from Alberta. We we suck it up and do it on our own. So those equalization payments, that's kind of, it's supposed to maintain the level across Canada, but of course it's not. It differs from province to province. You'll see different treatments from province to province as far as cancer and things like that go as well. So it definitely... But you also have these ABC lists, right? I mean, like, you've had cancer, so... You're going to get an MRI before maybe me that hasn't had cancer. Very likely. It's kind of um, on the order of, you know, emergency rooms. The people that need it most get served first kind of thing. Right, right. Um, yeah, it, 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 they will do that, but it, it all depends. Like, I've gone to see a specialist and I've had um, a procedure done and... I didn't have to wait more than a couple months for the whole thing. So uh, that's not too bad. That's reasonable, I think. Right. Well, you know, we've got longer waits already for things like that. Yeah. So it the waits, yeah, it depends where you are. Because I know in Saskatchewan, you'd probably wait a lot longer to see a doctor than you would in BC. So I think it does differ. Well, I know that they are using Canada 
and they're using some of the statistics from Canada, and they're sort of manipulating them. Of course. You know, and, you know, we have a lot more population. We also have, of course, you guys are taking in a lot of illegals. You know, we may be underestimating the amount of illegals we have, but we certainly give them health care. We don't deny anyone health care. I mean, you may not have health insurance. Right. But you don't they get They cannot deny you health care. Right. And see, they, they also don't say that. They say that we reached 90% coverage. You know, that's good. That's as good as we're going to get. If we reach 90% coverage of our population, I would yeah. be happy. I would call that a win. Yeah. Well, it, they want to do all of this to gain that other 10%, and you've got 10% of the people living in the streets and couldn't sign up. Or wouldn't sign up. Yeah, I just, even you know even with it free. You guys need a lot of work with governing uh, how much hospitals can charge. Your hospitals are privately owned, oh, correct? They are thinking you know a lot of people have thrown that up. Well, mostly yes, but they're they're suggesting that we need to pass a law that they have to post how much something costs. Because you and I can go to the doctor, the same doctor, <laughs> right, and be charged Two totally different, different fees, right? Depending upon also what they think we should be charged. Yeah, I've seen some pretty crazy pricing from the U.S. compared to Canada, like an IV bag at eight bucks in Canada being like eight hundred dollars in the U.S. Oh, definitely, definitely. We have charges about three thousand dollars just to use the ER room, okay? Yeah. Now that's not, that's they don't even do anything. That's just going in there and laying in that bed for three hours or something. Right, right. So, What yeah. a racket. I can't you know? see things changing in the U.S. for healthcare until that is dealt with. Good point, very good point. Because I think they're just gonna continue charging what the hell they want on their profit margin. Because when they're privately owned, it's all about the profit, right? Exactly. So exactly. until you guys deal with that, you're you're screwed. I mean, in Canada, it's all government-owned hospitals, so the prices are set. They're set in yeah. stone. Yeah. No, they're definitely not set here. They are sometimes negotiated. Sometimes a doctor will just reduce it or a hospital for whatever reason they want. Well, um, no, but um, and and how confusing! I mean, how many more employees does that cost them just to know. not have the prices set and like in the computer? Okay, IV bag, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you, you know, you got some little girl, you know, punching in the numbers. How many people does she have to call to see how much you're gonna? Um, charge Jane Doe for her IV bag compared to John Doe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, you're talking. It's ridiculous. That's not very efficient. No. And and that mm. needs to be fixed. I don't hear anybody talking about that. You, you, that's, you've got a great point there. <laughs> so I think that is what needs to be fixed in order for, for you guys to get some decent health care. That's got to be done. 
and that and nobody's Shop talking prices. about it. Absolutely. Yeah. That way, it, you You're know, an insurance right. company goes, okay, we're paying this, 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 this. Boom, cut, check, done. They don't have to question the the cost of an IV bag or how much uh, your painkillers cost because your drugs are a exactly. whole another thing as well. You guys have. Oh uh, yeah, we haven't even talked about that. Yeah. Big big pharma has smoothed their way into your uh, politicians' uh, hearts and lives, and they're 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 not going to change the the cost of meds. So I know a lot oh, of you Americans you have. buy drugs through Canada. Oh yeah, yeah, and and you guys are also um, better about approving drugs. I know for a long time we had to get one of my son's seizure drugs from Canada because they simply had not approved it in the United States. Exactly. Yeah, a little more. Um, uh, well, it depends because there there is stuff that you allow in the states that's not allowed here. So I yeah. think that kind of works both ways. I'm not sure on the speed of. I think it depends on what it is. Yeah, and I, I tell you, I've been around, you know, healthcare and sick people a lot, and I've had to take care of a lot of situations. I'm not ready to say rush drugs through, because there is also a lot of side effects that um, it takes a while, and you know, they might not be apparent in one study group. Um, so that's a case by case basis. You know, um, they apparently approve a lot of them that shouldn't be approved already, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you can just look up lawsuits, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. or just watch the TV where they advertise for people that have had issues with, yeah. you know, drugs. I mean, that's like every other commercial on our TV. Yeah, uh, and, and they're interesting commercials because, uh, you know, the commercial, the ad part is the first five seconds and the other 25 seconds is all the the problems that you can occur with yeah, taking and the drugs, all the side I, effects. You know, I don't see how pharma really benefits from those commercials because you have the placebo effect. Yeah. I mean, if somebody sits there and listens to that commercial, they are more likely to have one of those side effects than someone that didn't hear it. Yeah, true. And hearing so all those I side just effects. I can't believe that the doctor isn't aware enough of the medication to suggest it to a patient that needs it, that you really need that patient going to the doctor who's gonna hear all these side effects and probably sue you later. Later. Yeah, you know what I find? Uh, the doctors aren't the ones to be asking about side effects and things like that. You talk to the oh, no, you pharmacist. Know, I, you know, yeah. yeah, definitely ask the pharmacist. In fact, yeah. I asked my doctor not too long ago. He just told me, he said, ask the pharmacist. <laughs> well, very interesting things going on here. Uh, a friend of mine's mom is a pharmacist. She's retired, but she moved here to the island. And for a while she was doing this job with the local health region where she would look at people's prescriptions mm -hmm. what they were taking and why and in most cases people were taking uh, medication for side effects from other medication and it would just like a domino effect they were on seven nine different oh, medications wow. so sh her job was to 
um, basically audit people's medications. And in a lot of cases, some, some people that were taking seven to nine different medications per day went down to one or two. Amazing. But, you know, I hadn't thought of that. I bet that does happen a lot. Oh, yes, everywhere. She was she loved wow, that yeah. part. Like, you know, she loved that part of her job after being a pharmacist, not having say into what a patient is taking. This gave her yeah. a little bit of power to to start questioning, why are you taking well, these things? Yeah. You it know. It really changed people's lives. Yeah, same thing just happened oh to my, my mother. Gosh. She she was on a few medications and and she went to see um, a health nurse. If you just need a prescription renewal, you don't have to see a doctor in Saskatchewan, which is much different than here. You can just go to this health nurse that will renew your prescriptions. Um, and, And the health nurse questioned what she was taking, and now she's taking two less things because she was taking other things for side effects for something she didn't need to be taking. So, you know, there's there's a lot of work to be done before there's free health care and it and it and it works. Yeah, yeah. Well, and so far in the United States, the government has not successfully ran anything that I know of. Well, I mean, our military is the best we have, and we can't even take care of them, the veterans, when they get home. Yeah, same thing. They have medical issues. We can't run our FBI, I mean, properly, or apparently our CIA. Right. And the DOJ, I mean, how do we think we're going to run health care for everyone? <laughs> Good question. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. We're on the same page. I tend to agree with you there. Yeah. yeah, and we don't always agree, but life's a journey and we're all in this together. Thanks for listening. Godspeed, Connor, and Godspeed to all of our friends out there. Godspeed, Grace, and thanks for listening, everyone.